Welcome to The Sipping Point, where each week we explore the recipe for a delicious life. I'm your host, Lori Forster, the wine coach, and I've made it my mission in life to demystify wine one glass at a time. Expect a fresh approach to the world of wine, spirits, food, and so much more. Well, studies show that restaurants, wine by the glass offerings are one of the top things consumers look for for a great wine experience. So this week, we're going to talk to Maeve Pescara, the National Director of Wine at Fleming Steakhouse, to find out about her program that includes, get this, 100 wines by the glass. Then we'll talk to Jeff Siegel, who's the self-proclaimed wine curmudgeon and has written the guide to cheap wine. Find out what you need to know to get the best wine for your money. And first off, as I said, we're going to talk wineless. And I thought, who better to help me do that than Director of Wine, Maeve Pescara. She runs Fleming's award-winning wine program, highlighted by that 100 wines by the glass that I mentioned and many more things. They've been recognized by the Wine Spectator Magazine Award of Excellence for their wine list and so much more. You run all of the wine program for every Fleming Steakhouse in the whole country. Is that right, Maeve? That is right, Lori. Thanks so much for having us on today. Oh, I'm so excited. Well, I just wrote an article for a trade magazine uh, called Five Reasons or Five Ways to Tell If Your Wine List Sucks. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to worry about that. But, uh, you know, there are things I think that people look for now in a wine list And I love what you're trying to do because when I started looking at the consumer statistics and when I hear from my listeners, one of the biggest things that people want is variety and choice. Is that what what is driving your list and your, you know, 100 program? Yes, absolutely. That is one of the the key focuses of our Fleming's 100. You know, 100 wines by the glass sounds like just a crazy big list and it sounds somewhat intimidating and hard to deal with but actually you know our whole goal is quite the opposite of that you know we we began in 1998 with our Fleming's 100 and up to that point a trip, a typical steakhouse experience would be more of a kind of snooty sommelier coming over um, with, you know, offering the big bottle list and maybe two or three or four glasses of, of wine by mm-hmm. the glass. Um, but what we really wanted to do was something similar to what you say, which is really demystify the purchase of wine and make it more fun and approachable. So not only did we decide to have 100 wines by the glass, but we also took the snooty psalm right out of it and <laughs> made sure that our uh, wine managers and our operating partners were well-versed on wine and in turn took that knowledge and passion for wine and passed it along to our servers who are uh, very knowledgeable and very qualified to help you find a wine on the list that suits your taste at that moment. So we also were one of the very first people to list our wine list progressively um, within varietal, uh, which is very uh, common to see now and very easy to help a guest navigate. And just recently last year, we launched our proprietary wine app, the Fleming's Wine Pad, which was the next iteration in our founder's vision of really bringing wine to life for our guests. I love because really our whole mission here is to make this fun. You yes. know, wine is, is a really fun thing, but it can really make people feel very intimidated. And we want to do quite the opposite of that. Right. And I love that you mentioned the progressive wine list. And just for the listeners who maybe haven't heard that term before, you know, I'm looking right now on your website and you have your wines category 
it's like bubbly and festive, light and refreshing, and then big and bold. So this is the style of wine. And if you understand what style you like, if you say, oh, I like bubbly and festive, then you can go look at all the offerings that you have in that category. It doesn't require the consumer to know the geography, the, you know, the different levels of the wine, but more what they're looking for on the palate. Is that correct? Absolutely. And within each varietal category, it's also listed from lightest to fullest. So if someone finds a wine they're familiar with in the middle of that section, they can feel very comfortable knowing that the one above it and the one below it will be very similar in style and give them a chance to really experience and explore something new. Mm-hmm. Or if they want to go to that same old favorite, we're happy to take them there and we're happy to serve it to them at the right temperature in a hand-blown crystal wine glass. So we're, ah. we're happy to, to meet our guests wherever they are in their wine journey. I love that. And one other thing that you do that I uh, think a lot of uh, restaurants and people are recognizing is you offer different pour levels or, you know, different ounces that you can choose from. I recently, I get to travel a lot doing corporate events and I was at your Des Moines location mm-hmm. and they said, oh, would you like to have, I forget, it was like, you know, instead of four ounces, six ounces or the next level up, which was like a, a little mini carafe. Yes. And it, it was a great feature, I thought. What, what's the idea behind that? Well, you know, again, we're in the age of exploration here. You know, back in the day with the snooty psalm guy, um, <laughs> you know, one of the people at the table had to compromise. You know, somebody had to say, okay, I don't really want cab tonight, but, you know, we have to get a bottle, and so we'll get a cab. But fast forward to now, our whole goal in life with, with, with everything that we do really is to experience and explore and, 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 you know, to be able to have the option to explore any way you want, whether that's by varietal or that's by price, or that's by poor size. And so through our flight program, you know, you can make a flight of wines with any wine on our list and get a two-ounce pour of those to compare and contrast the wines or uh, to experience a new varietal you haven't had before or a regular glass size or the big pour because sometimes people want just a little bit more, of course, <laughs> I'm one of those people. <laughs> me too. <laughs> pour me a little bit more. I'll be just fine. Um, but um, it's another way for guests to experience our wine list in a different way. So, again, just giving the guests the option uh, to, take us, to, to help us take them where they want to go with wine. All right. Well, I have a few more questions. We're going to be right back with Maeve Pascara from Fleming Steakhouse on The Sipping Point. This is Lori Forster, the wine coach with The Sipping Point, and we're back with Maeve Pascara, the National Director of Wine at Fleming Steakhouse, and they just have one of my favorite wine lists with over or about 100 of wines by the glass, and you never know what you're going to find. There's always something special. They even private label a wine. Maeve, what about that? That is one of my very favorite projects, and that is our 46 Diamonds, mm-hmm. and every year I partner with an iconic winery, Uh, to create a special blend just for us and work alongside the winemaker and um, the winery owner to create a special perfect blend for us of about a small production of a premium boutique label. So it's not a house wine. It's not something that you're going to see at every Fleming's for a value price. This is an exclusive uh, small production uh, boutique wine. We also have our um, in-house artists or the artist whose art adorns our walls, Thomas Arvid, who's a, a wine enthusiast. He um, always makes the label for us, which is always wine-themed and very cool. Oh, nice. And um, this year, this past vintage, I partnered up with Schramsberg and made our first sparkling 46 Diamonds, which was just wonderful. Oh, and, I love Hugh Davies and Schramsberg. We've uh, had them on too. the show. They're great. <laughs> yes. 
Very good. Well, we, we're talking about uh, all of the variety and choice a consumer has at your restaurant with 100 wines by the glass. But, you know, a lot of restaurants, I guess, shy away from that because of the the whole sheer maintenance of the program. How do you ensure, uh, and I guess you and I, like when we go dine at a restaurant, and if it's not your own, it, you know, I know time to time I've been served a glass of wine that I just know was open way too long. How do you maintain all of that with a hundred things you're offering by the glass? Well, that is a very good question because it's something that you have to commit to way in advance of just deciding that you're going to have an expanded wine program. So from the very minute that the wine is ordered and hits our door, we make sure that we store that wine at the appropriate temperature. So none of our wine is at room temp. It's all in temped out coolers from the minute we receive it. Great. And and stored and served that way when the guest receives it. So right away, the white wines go into a 45-degree wine room, and they're stored and served at 45 degrees. Also with the red wines, they're right into our reserve wine room, 60 degrees, all the way to the guest's table. Um, so that's one component of it. Additionally, we have a wine preservation system called Vinfinity, which is a flash vacuum system. And so after every pour of the bottle, uh, the bartender uh, flash vacuums the air out of that bottle to prevent oxidation. Okay. Um, we also have our wine managers taste through the wines to make sure that they're at the peak of freshness before we ever serve them to our guests. So we have very specific systems in place to make sure the product that we're serving our guests are at their peak. That's great. And and if there's any that you need to get rid of, maybe you can call me. <laughs> I'll come <laughs> over for a, a big pour, a big pour. <laughs> That's perfect. Or now, two or three. Yeah, exactly. You mentioned earlier your uh, your app and your program to offer the wine list. And I did get to experience that at your restaurant um, in Richmond in ordering right off the, the iPad. You know, how do you see that uh, working? Are are more people gravitating towards using the wine pad than doing the old, you know, paper wine list? Well, you know, I think our philosophy around the wine pad was that we really wanted to take our 100 wines with a glass to the next level and make it even more experiential and fun for our guests. And any wine list can be somewhat intimidating, but when you have a, our wine pad in front of you, we have it all divided up into different sections that can help you uh, navigate to where you really want to go and give you the information that you need to make an educated decision and feel good about what you're ordering. Um, additionally, our servers guide you through the wine pad, so we don't just drop it off and run away like we <laughs> wouldn't do that with any menu. We right. really help you guide through it and understand the different um, options. You know, we do have a perfect pairings tab, so all of our food is paired with three different wines. Um, we have a Maves Rave section of kind of the cliff notes or top five of what I'm kind of into at the moment. Mm-hmm. We do have a mood sorter, so kind of what's your mood, as you mentioned earlier, with are you feeling big and bold, are you feeling <laughs> bubbly and festive? Love that. And we do have some fun things like spin the bottle, which has been a big hit at the bar. Um, <laughs> so we are really seeing a high level of guest engagement with the wine pad and with the, with the um, digital app. Um, I really think it gives the guests the information that they need to feel really comfortable and confident because every wine in there, if you click on it, takes you right to the tasting notes, you can see the label, and you can even email yourself the wine right off the wine pad. Oh, I love that. And that's a great feature. So one more quick question. What is your favorite thing you're drinking these days? And it doesn't have to be on your wine list. Just what are you into as a wine professional? What's the new sort of thing that you're drinking at your dinner table? Oh, my gosh. I just finished our cocktail list, which I'm so (laughs) excited about. So I've been drinking cocktails nonstop since November. So I am 
totally geeked out in the cocktail world. Oh, I right love now. that. So, what, do you, yes. what kind of cocktails are you drinking? Well, we do have, I've added this new seasonal section. So, every season will have five new seasonals with a similar base. So, this next, on uh, March 26th, our cocktail list launches. And, you know, we have a seasonal raspberry Moscow mule on there. We have a seasonal Tito's lemonade on there. Nice. Um, a basil tequila gimlet, which really kind of changed my life. Um, <laughs> But also, I, I have two, two amazing martinis on there uh, with a, a craft spirit called Boyd and Blair, mm. which is made in Glensaw, Pennsylvania, and it's a, it's a vodka paired nice. with um, some special vermouth, some Dolan Blanc vermouth. I just can't stop thinking about it. Oh, that's so, great. That's Well, you know, I just was at the Wine Market Council uh, study findings from last year, and there is such a crossover between wine geeks, not that we're wine geeks, and uh, people, you know, are, those kinds of people, those of us who love wine are also interested in craft spirits and, and beers as well. So it's nice to know that you have something for everyone. Uh, Maeve Pescara from Fleming Steakhouse, thank you so much uh, for being here with us. If folks want to uh, find out more about you and keep in touch what's the best place for them to go flemingsteakhouse.com absolutely also on facebook and uh, on instagram under wine maven all right well i hopefully we get to sip together soon thank you so much for being on the sipping point thank you Lori. cheers